You are listening Fuck? to Jim and Bob work from home. <laughs> noise in the middle of the intro. Are stranded at home trying to make home be the workplace. <laughs> and of course, Jim and Barb will be laughing, laughing at each other's jokes. jokes. Right. Your laughter is, is up to you. Enjoy. Welcome to Gonzo and his chicken uh, hour uh, hosted by uh, Jim and Barb work from home. (laughs) Excellent work on the intro, Barb. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, my recording settings were way too high there. I think that got a little hot. So we'll see what happens. See what happens on the edit. Let's figure it out. Oh, did you hit record on the other thing too? I already hit record on oh, Skype. Yes. Cool, cool. Been I a know. while. I'm doing it. Listen, you take real good care of this podcast. So I just, I should, I should never doubt you. I should know this by now. Um, you should double check. Though, trust but, verif- trust but verify. Trust but verify. That's, that's what the kids are saying these days on the streets. What streets are you hanging out on? The, the, the mean streets of Harvard and MIT, Barb. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense, at least, because I'm like, I don't think that's what the kids are saying these days. But I don't know what kind of kids you're hanging out with. So maybe not, I don't hang out with any kids. I mean, listen, I, I don't know. I've got young co-workers, um, but, you know, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's very true. They don't They don't say uh, trust but verify? No, I'm the one who tells them that all the time. Ah, good, 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 good. But yeah, Barb, um, this is the Work From Home podcast. Still is, even Still. though we're not just working from home anymore. Yeah, yeah. But we're just lazy, and we've already established our credentials and brand, and we're not changing it. You know, who's got time for a rebranding? <laughs> not not me, which would really be a you, so it would be not you. Well, if anybody out there uh, has wants to rebrand for us, wants sure. to create uh, a new some new artwork and a new name and a new Gmail. Yeah then, uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, We will not pay you. (laughs) There will be no compensation in any way, shape, or form. Well, not, I mean, we'll give them a hug. I mean, if we see them in person, maybe. It depends if they're fully vaccinated or not. We'll give them a hug in person if, if if it's appropriate. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. If you're willing to be compensated by hugs, then let's talk. Yes, that's a, an important distinction there. Yeah. Um, so Barb, uh, did we just? I, I mean, we don't. We didn't discuss a topic beforehand. Jim, I've got think, a topic. Oh, you have a topic. Do you have a topic? I had a name for the podcast episode already. Oh, what were you going to name this podcast episode? I was going to call it "Cars and Dogs and Cars." <laughs> I mean, that's far better than what I was going to call it, which is taxes and disappointment. Oh, (laughs) 
cars and dogs and cars and taxes and disappointment. <laughs> That's <laughs> we're done, Barb. It it writes itself. <laughs> okay, good. Or taxes and disappointment, cars and... No, that's, that doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Uh, no. Disappointment y- is, like, perfect for the end. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, so which cars are we going to start with? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got well, two cars. We've got two cars to talk about. Yep. Uh, one dog to talk about. Absolutely. We both did our taxes. This is true. Um, and, uh, I have a lingering tax disappointment instead of my disappointment on my current taxes. Oh, okay. Um, but we can get to that later. Let's, let's go sequentially. Okie dokie. Um, and I think that means what? We start with the dog. We start with Corsan. She was the first. I mean, cause it, it, we, it de- we were last time we recorded, we uh-huh. were, Still in the adoption process. She wasn't yet at our house. Correct. So yes, let's let's start with the little nugget. Um Tell, so Jim, you yeah. adopted a dog. We adopted a dog. Uh a a pit bull, uh house hippo, a pibble, mm. uh however you want to call her. A pibby. I guess you could do that too. Uh pity usually. Um, but yeah, uh, from Alabama, previously had a litter. Um, it was a surrender situation, so we really don't know much about anything that was going on there, and mm-hmm. sort of intentionally so. Yeah. Um, somewhere between two and three years old. Oh, okay. Uh, definitely with the amount of energy that she has, it's on the smaller side there. The, yeah. The lower number, because yeah. she still has, she goes wild uh, some evenings. Yes. Um, she loves to sing. She sings uh, the song of her people? Yes. Uh, sometimes for no particular reason. Sometimes when she's hungry. Sometimes when she's thirsty. Um, uh, but usually for no, but just because just she wants attention. Just because she likes to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much a a Velcro dog. If she's awake, uh, she wants Christine and I to be in the same room with her. Okay, so quick question here. If mm-hmm. you are not in the same room mm-hmm. together, does mm-hmm. she try to like, like, do, does she have any like herding instincts to be like, be in the same space? Excellent question. She's not a herding dog. Um, she will just cry. She's a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, especially if Christy goes to, uh, you know, get uh, some food or whatever, mm-hmm. um, she would just, it will it will take her, like, a half hour of crying to sort of get her, get over it and move on with her life. Aww. Um, yeah. Uh, right now, she's mostly asleep, which is why uh, she doesn't, <laughs> she's not bothered by me not being in the room with her. Which is why we, mean. we don't hear hurring in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to not make that noise because it would probably wake her up on my side. Obviously. I am nowhere near your dog, so I can make that noise because you're also <laughs> wearing headphones. 
Yeah, uh, we have, we got her to our local vet and got her checked out. She says she's healthy. Um, we started obedience training. Oh, how's that going? It's going pretty good. Um, is she food motivated? Oh, she is food motivated. Okay. Okay. Um, she will gladly learn any treat or any trick. <laughs> I mean, she will learn any trick as long as uh, she knows that there's a treat at the end of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, which is fine for obedience classes. It does sort of, it makes it difficult to do the tail end of the obedience training, which is wean them off of treats. Yeah. Because she's like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to necessarily do something if there's not a cookie involved. Right. I do this. Um, I get a cookie. I'm not, if I'm mm -hmm. not going to get a cookie, I'm not going to do it. Mm hmm. So it makes that's, perfect that's sense to me. The long tail of obedience. Um, next weekend is our uh, graduation day, graduation mm -hmm. ceremony. Does she, or do, does she get a little cap and gown? I don't, not a gown, okay. obviously. Um, but they may do little hats or photos or who knows what they decide, what they might do. But, mm. um, and we have signed up for level two. So we'll see, see where that goes. Nice. Excellent. Um, she destroys lots of toys. That sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. Um... We got her, we, we have purchased a, a wide, wider variety of toys now. Okay, okay. Um, including a, uh, they call it an indestructible ball. Okay. Just a big, hard plastic ball. I have friends that have dogs and have purchased said indestructible balls. They are not indestructible. So like the big, the hard plastic ones? Yes. The big, hard plastic ones? At least for their dogs. They have figured out ways to... Like, crack them in half. So, but they're also special dogs. So, so she's definitely working on it. Um, mostly it'll try to like chew into it. Mm -hmm. So far, the plastic has been thick enough that she hasn't gotten anywhere. Okay. Um, but she, she loves to kick it around, chase it around the yard. Um, it's big enough that it, uh, she puts her two front feet on it or, or, you know, her, her two arms, basically, and push it around until she gets it to stop somewhere, and then she will slobber all over it. And then, especially if uh, one of us are in the backyard, we'll give it a kick, and she'll chase it around for uh, another minute or two, and then until she can maybe get it to stop. Um, so that, it gets very dirty. Yes. Because she slobbers all over the ball. Oh, yes. And then she puts the ball in the dirt. And then she pushes the ball around with her chest and her arms and her face, and the cycle continues, and it is gross. It it gets it gets messy and gross. Yep. Uh, and she is obsessed with that ball. Uh, the ball has to live in the shed <laughs> when uh, it's not in use, and even when the sh and if the shed ever gets opened, immediately the ball her nose is in there going for that. Yeah. Giant, indestructible ball. She knows where it lives. She knows what she wants. Mm -hmm. She's going to go after it. Um, loves destroying tennis balls. Uh, we have a, a Frisbee. Ooh. That seems to be going over pretty well. Um, it's a good chewing thing, chasing, throwing it to herself, 
running around with it, uh, digs at it, which is really nice. Uh, something I did not think would be a thing that she would want to do. What do you mean digs at it? So she'll just like put it on the ground, uh-huh. a flat piece of plastic, and just dig at it. Oh, like think on top of it. Okay, like almost thinking that it's the ground. Yeah. And, okay. All right. Like a normal dog would dig dig a hole. Right. And she does dig holes too. Yeah. Uh, but if she wants to dig at a frisbee instead of a hole in the ground, I am, I'm all for that. <laughs> Just cover your whole entire back lawn in frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank the, the frisbee replaces the hole digging. So, or at least it has so far. Okay. Well, that's good. Um. I don't know. I got you got any other questions? Um, did, did I talk about the name of the dog on the podcast previously? No, because you didn't have a name secured, I believe. Okay. Because I believe it was you were still, we knew what her temporary name was, which was mm-hmm. Sweetums. Smitten. 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 That's what it was. Because um, everybody falls in love with her. Uh, mm-hmm. But you did not share if you may have had it picked out, but you did not share it with the rest of us. Okay. That may, I mean, we did want to actually meet the dog and uh, make sure the name fit before mm-hmm. we, uh, you know, went with it. Um, but yes, the, the name is officially Corsan. Okay. Um, there, there's a, a, it is Turkish for pirate. Ooh. Army she, she will steal food um she has sort of the the spot over her eye which is a little eye patchy kind of this situation um so it feels right um yes corson is how i pronounce it christine pronounces it with a little bit more turkish flair um our neighbor pronounces it corson which is an interesting take on it but yep you know, whatever. Uh, but yes, Corson uh, the Pirate. Corson the Pirate. Uh, pirate the Pirate. Uh, it is not Wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a ongoing family joke. <laughs> I believe it was our eldest brother <laughs> that started comparing Corson to Wishbone and therefore mm-hmm. just calls Corson Wishbone in our family text message thread. Okay. Is that, or was it Carrie? Carrie was the one who first um, called out the physical resemblance to the uh, the character Wishbone. Right. Um, and somewhere along the line, uh, Joe, possibly Carrie, I don't know, made the joke around his kids and one or both of them repeated the name to mom as if it was a hundred percent serious. Oh, and mom was like, Oh my goodness. Joe has renamed your dog incorrectly for some (laughs) internet meme. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mom internet meme. It is a high quality PBS TV show. So I texted Joe. I was like, "What is what is Mom going on about?" It's like, "Oh no, she's just she's blowing everything out of proportion." Wait, our mother 
blowing, blowing something out of proportion? out of proportion? How unlike her, Jim. How unlike her. That just seems improbable. <laughs> Extremely unlikely. I can't even believe it. Um, man, do you have any questions that I can answer at this point, Barb? Um, my most pressing question, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which may or may not be a lead into the next topic as well, is when do I get to meet Corson? Whenever you come to visit. Okay. I'm excited to meet her. I want her um, to like me as much as Sen liked me, which this? is a very high bar, I realize, and I feel like is not going to happen. And Barb. so I'm trying to prepare myself for that right now. I mean, th- there's a reason that this dog was named Smitten. Yeah. She loves every human person. Mm, okay, that makes me happy. Um, but, like, one, of the, one of the routes that we take um, is... And when we go on our walks, mm-hmm. and we have to go on a lot of walks because she's still got a lot of energy. Yes. Uh, takes us right past a gas station, which is a full-service gas station. So there are two guys out who work the pumps. Right. And the, one of the guys comes over every time, and she's like, oh, my goodness, you're my favorite person in the world. And the other guy is like, hey, dog. And then she's <laughs> like, oh, my goodness, you're my favorite person in the world. Um, so she, yeah, she will love any person, um, as long as you're okay with her jumping on you when she gets excited, it's something we're trying to like, you know, work on, but, um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever had a 40 pound bowling ball thrown at you. Um, so, uh, have you been introduced to Camille's dog, Ginger? Uh, I, I... Met Camille's dogs for about five minutes once, and I don't recall them specifically. So she's only got one dog, but she's got two cats. Okay. Has she always had one dog? Um, Yes. She's actually, this is like, I think, I don't know. It's been a very long time since she's had a dog. I have never known her to have a dog before Ginger, and I've known her for like 15 years at this point or something. Okay. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm met, met Ginger then. I don't know, uh, but Ginger is um, a golden lab. Okay. Uh, and her favorite thing to do is greet people by just rushing them, and like mm-hmm. wants all the loves, all the hugs, all the kisses, and wants to just get up in your business as soon as physically possible. Um, and and we're working on that. Um, I've gotten to the point where they are they are they're they're working on making sure she's like stays down um and everything. And we actually have a really good system where I text them and I'm like, I'm here so they can like prepare Ginger that there's gonna that I'm walking in the front door so she just doesn't go crazy. Um so yes, I am well accustomed and right. can plant my feet quite successfully so far at least. Well, we'll see how well that translates and what sort of a mood she's in. All right. But um, so here's the other part. Here's the other mm-hmm. aspect of of this gym. Um mm-hmm. it wasn't just that Sen loved me. 
it was that Sen loved me and didn't like other people. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. so there was like, like she, mm-hmm. like she, like, like she actively selected me to like. It wasn't yeah. just an I love everyone. It was I love Barb. I don't like those other people, but I love Barb. Yeah, you're right. That was, uh, Sen was very particular about who she let into her inner circle. And I was very, very honored to be one of those humans. Um, so, I mean, you you should still feel honored to be in Corsan's uh, inner mean, circle. Obviously. But, um, yeah, her it's circle be different. is... It's quite a bit wider. <laughs> a little bit bigger. Yeah. It's a bigger circle. That's fine. That's fine. I'm I'm going to start coming to grips with that now. Mm-hmm. So by the time I st- I do meet her, I I will be prepared. Good. Yes. Um all right, any any I mean that you said that was your most qu- pressing question. Yes, it was my most pressing question. I guess my um, only other question is mm-hmm. how many outfits does Corsan own? She um does she like her outfits? Because I know like she if she's if she's a pity, she's very, very, very short hair. Yes. Uh short, thin, like almost translucent hair. Right. And we want to um, keep the babies warm. Mm-hmm. So Outfits. She, but generally negative on outfits. Okay. Like, we found that they do need to be very tight-fitting. Um, because if they're too loose, then she just wants to... Chew them to off? To mouth at them and okay. chew on them. Yeah. Not so much as she wants to chew them off, but just like she like, loves to chew on things. And so if there's clothes attached to her body, why not chew on that? Yes. Understand. Um, and so we did have one particular sweatshirt that was a little bit more tight fitting and she had no problem wearing it around. Uh, but then she would, uh, she said to stop doing it, but for a while she was just like, uh, rubbing her whole body along the fence, and that would tear the sweatshirt. Gotcha. So, so yeah, she, she generally doesn't have a problem with it, but um, yeah, we're 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 feeling things out. We're sorting it out, trying to feel what makes sense. Okay, all right. Those are all my questions. All right, cool. Then Barb, cars, yes. cars, Jim, cars, one or. 1A or 1B? Barb car. Barb Which car. Which one is that? That's 1B? Because it's got a B for Barb? Obviously, yes. Um, so, Barb car. Barb car! Barb car! Barb man mobile! <laughs> um, my car. So, for, um, I feel like we talked a little bit about this. I drive a Kia Soul. Mm-hmm. I really like my Kia Soul a mm-hmm. lot. I like the height of it. I like how far where I sit in it. I like how far off the ground it is. I like the headroom. I really like my car. Mm-hmm. The thing that I don't like about my car right now is thanks to people on the internet, uh, 
there are like how-to instructions on how to break in and hotwire and steal a Kia Soul. <laughs> um, so, the first time that my car was attempted to be stolen, it was unsuccessfully stolen. The back passenger window got smashed out, and then they futzed around with stuff and like ran away and abandoned it. Like they didn't do anything with it. They didn't move it. Um, and I was like, okay, that super sucks. I was able to get my back window glass replaced. No problem. And then it was still drivable. So mm. I, I took it to my local guys that I, I go to all the time and they're like, Oh yeah, they were trying to like do stuff, but they didn't actually do anything. The only thing we need to do is like replace the outer casing of your steering wheel column. And I was like, great, let's do that uh, because then I can just do that. I can pay that out of pocket. It's not going to hit my deductible anyways, and we'll move on mm -hmm. and be good. So that was Christmas time. Um, and there was also at the same time where there was no window glass and Christmas and New Year's and no glass. And so mm -hmm. my car ended up sitting in my garage for like almost three weeks. And Camille wonderfully let me borrow her car. Uh, thank to, you, Camille. Thank you very much, Camille. Jim was able to be fetched from the airport because of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so things got fixed. All was well in Barb's neighborhood until about a month ago. Yeah. When my car was yet again broken into, mm -hmm. same window pane shattered. Interesting coincidence. Interesting. Wouldn't you say? I, ha I have some more information about that in just a moment, Jim. Uh, same window shattered. It was late Thursday night. Uh, I was at the office. Both of these instances took place in the close parking lot of our office building. Um, and... I called, Which does have video surveillance. It does. It does. Uh, I I called my insurance people and they're like, oh yeah, we'll have a tow truck come in and it'll take it to this place. It's the closest place. And I was like, great. Um, and then I called mom and dad and then dad came to pick me up and blah, blah, blah. Um, the tow truck did not show up. <laughs> it was also the night where we had like torrential downpours. Mm. Uh, and so I was awoken at around two o'clock in the morning to thunder and lightning. Mm. In my brain, ramps up full, like zero to 60 in, you know, 1.3 seconds. <laughs> Anxiety fully <laughs> spikes. I'm lying in bed basically crying, going, my whole entire car is going to be flooded because I'm missing a full window. Yeah. And seeing as I can't sleep anyways, I decide, because I can, that I'm going to call a lift. And I'm going to lift to my parking lot, which is thankfully not super far away. And I'm going to mm -hmm. do my mm -hmm. best to cover my window in some capacity to hopefully stem not having a completely, you know, flooded backseat. Yeah. Um, so I take towels, 
a bunch of different kinds of tape, my mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. press and seal, my cling wrap. Like I have a backpack full of stuff. It's a, it's a different kind of like cling wrap. Okay. I And the person that picked me up was in the fanciest Tesla I have ever seen. It had the, it had the doors <laughs> that like open up. Oh, okay, so it was like this SUV, the Gullwing SUV situation. Yes, yeah. and I was just like, this is the fanciest Tesla I have ever seen, let alone been in. But he was so, so very nice. Like, he parked, so and he, had, he left his lights on, and like, so I could see what I was doing. And I, you know, I jerry-rigged some form of protection as I'm being soaked to the bone. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so then get back in the car, he drives me back home. I thank him profusely. And then I basically get an hour of sleep before I wake up. One of my coworkers comes, picks me up. Eventually, we find a place that can tow it because the other place called me at seven o'clock in the morning that day and was like, yeah, we can't come tow your thing. We can't accept any cars. We're completely full. So we just canceled your tow. Oh, cool. And I was like, awesome. Thanks. Appreciate that. That's um, good to know. Uh, So I find a place. They're like, yes, we will come and tow it. I'm like, great. Wonderful. Um, I go out there and give the dude the keys. And he was like, oh, yep. You got the the back window, huh? And I was like, yeah. I was like, do you see that often? And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) That's always the window that they go to because it is a known issue within Kias that the back passenger window in older models is not attached to any kind of alarm system. And I was just like, what? They know this? And he's like, yeah, it, that's, it's, always the, it's always that window because of this. And so I was just like, ugh. Mm. So I find a place that can fix it. Um, I have a $500 deductible. Um, All right. So I, it's, and like in total, it was something like 1750. Um, so it wasn't actually like too bad, you know, like it wasn't like it was $600 and I had to pay $500 of it. I got, I got, you know, I got the car detailed to get all of the glass out because there was glass Mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, Fancy, fancy, you know, fancy, fresh, new, clean car now. I got everything else mm-hmm. replaced. Like, they had done a number where it was not even drivable. The ignition was just lying on my car mat. Like, they ripped stuff out. It was absolutely wild. Um, at this point in time, I'm also very frustrated to the point where I'm just like, listen, if you're going to attempt to steal my car... <laughs> successfully steal my car because then I can get a new one. Please stop half-assing it and keep (laughs) making me pay to get it fixed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, the, the fact that these people are willing to be video recorded in, you know, not the middle of the night. Nope. Uh, and they still can't act like they, they've done, they've watched the videos on TikTok. Yeah. So they know about how to be a Kia boy. Uh-huh. 
but they can't but pull it off. They, they, they're not smart enough to actually follow through. And like people keep asking me, like, oh, well, do you, do you have anything in your? No, literally, I keep trash in my car. Like the that's the most exciting thing that I have in my car that is the most worthwhile in value mm-hmm. is like my eighteen dollar sheet pan that I bought at Target. <laughs> that is the most expensive thing I put I had in my car, and it was just because I left it in there accidentally because I was doing something with it. Um, but like. And they didn't steal it? Of course not. Who wants oh. a sheet pan? But that's an $18 sheet pan. That's a nice sheet pan. It is a nice sheet pan. But they like they don't take anything. They don't nah. like they don't even take like my charger, like nothing. It is like they're they're just trying to steal it for the sake of stealing it. But they mm-hmm. can't successfully steal it. <sighs> So you'd give them tape an instruction booklet to the inside, or just be like, or so, I, something I don't know. Be like, here, listen, if leave, you're gonna steal it, leave this the is- keys in. <laughs> um. So, but I got my car back on Friday. Yes. Would you like to know about my newest addition to my car, Jim? I want to know more about it. I think Dad spilled the beans, but yes. I want to hear it from you. Dad spilled the beans. Um, so my father, the loving, wonderful, caring man that he is, was like, we need to figure out a way to stop this from happening for you, Barb. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when I went to get him, he comes out and he's got this giant red thing in his hands. I was like, what is that? And he was like, look, I found you a club. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a club from the 80s. There mm-hmm. is a key that you lock and unlock to make it extend and contract. Uh-huh. It's wild. I have been using it so far. Does it actually function so that nobody could drive the car with it in place? So I had to do some research because I was like, at first when I got it, I was like, what does this do? Like, this doesn't What's it? do yeah. anything. So what I found out, and this this is these were the key things. I was like, oh, those are important to know. Mm-hmm. If you so what you have to do is you have to turn your steering wheel and then you put the club on it. Because you can really only because of how long it is, and like mm-hmm. I have the long end shoved up kind of like into the front corner of my, where like the front, the top kind of left. Right, mm-hmm. right, left, yeah, top left um, of where my, you know, glass and, like, car meet. And and so there's really nowhere for you to go. Like, there's, there's mm. maybe 30 degrees before you hit either glass or car plastic. So, and because the, the, because the wheel is turned, you can't just drive it straight. And, like, I park around other people, so you would have to, like, plow into, you know, a dozen-plus other vehicles in order to get okay. it out. So so those are the two keys. Because at first I was like, this, is gonna, this isn't going to do anything to stop. But it's the turning the wheel and then making sure the long part is shoved up there because then it cuts down on, like, being able to move it at all. Their ability to... All right. Now, um, here's the downfall of it. 
Yes. Because when I went to pick up my car and I told them that I had a club, the guy was like, yeah, good luck. We just had somebody drop their Kia Soul off uh, and she did have a club on it. They just cut right through it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well. Well known that the the club is not, it's a uh, preventative. Right. But anybody who's. It's a potential deterrent if you're not fully prepared to deal with it. No, Barb. Can you purchase uh, stickers for the Viper? Oh, I'm sure I can on Amazon. <laughs> Speaking of uh, car commercial, car accessory, anti-theft accessories from the late 80s. Oh. I Viper. Viper. I feel like there's got to be, like... Just like, because... What? There's nothing stopping somebody from breaking that window again, right? No, not at all. Um, really, the club is a... Yeah, it potentially somebody looks at it and sees the club and goes, ah, maybe not. Right. But realistically, somebody sees the car, breaks the back window, and then sees the club and then says, maybe not. Yeah. Or they go and they break the club and uh, move on with their... Attempting to steal it. Right. Maybe it. Maybe it's just a matter of the club will make sure that you get smarter car thieves next time. That's kind of, honestly, that's kind of what I'm hoping because I'm like, okay, if they're really that committed and if they can deal with the club, maybe they can successfully steal mm-hmm. my vehicle this time then. They can successfully connect the three wires uh, <laughs> that they need <laughs> That are color coded to to how what I don't actually know what I assume it's something like that. Were, it's it's something like a USB thing or what? Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's supposed to be ridiculously easy. But mm-hmm. apparently, I've got dum dums that are trying to steal my car. Dum dums. So, um, in the midst of all of this, I have also been. For a while, because I know I've 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 known that my car's not going to last forever, so I've been starting to save money for a down payment. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I've been starting to think about what my next car that I want is. Uh, yeah. I went and I took a big long quiz where it's like it's, it's like, what do you want for seating? <laughs> what do you want for like? It took me forty five minutes, Jim. It was the most in depth car quiz I have ever taken before. Okay. Um, and it came up, it was like, congratulations, the car that you're best matched with is a 2023 Kia Soul. <laughs> well, okay, they still make it, so they probably have resolved the security issues. Yes, they have. On the newer models, um, it's far more difficult to steal them because they have a push-button start. Ah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Because that's, that's the thing, and like, there's... A whole lot of legislate, not legislature, but like lawsuits happening right now for both Kia and Hyundai because they're the two that are having the issues um, around like fix your problems, you dum dums, because this is costing a crap ton of money. But like mm-hmm. Kia's never going to be like, sure, sure, everybody bring in your car and we'll give you a push button start because that's going to be debt right. ruining for them, you know? It's very expensive. Yeah. Because it's not just like a push button start. It's like 
There's like an RFID fob that you have to get. Yeah. And you have to put the reader somewhere. Yeah. And you have to, it has to be a thing and another thing. And that whole thing needs to be secured. You can't just have it flopping around. No. Um, yeah, you basically you basically have to change the entire wiring of the uh, probably the whole ignition situation, maybe even parts of the computer. Yeah, I mean, depending upon because yeah, you could put a push button in for cheap, right? Like you can. I've seen people who uh, put like an arcade button in their car and just like, all right, mm. I don't care if somebody really wants to try to steal it. Whatever, I don't care. So they just put put an arcade button in there and just roll with it. So Jim, would you like the fast list of cars that I am potentially going to be looking at at the, some point in time in the future, at least? No, this is the results of your online car quiz. Correct. Okay. Have you sat in any of? Have you looked at any of these cars physic physically? Absolutely even? not. This is my list okay. of cars to go look at. All right. So, like, I have not sat in them. I don't know what they look like. I don't know if I like them or not, but these are the recommendations. I I don't know what they look like. (laughs) They look like subcompact SUVs. That's that's apparently Uh, a thing that I'm into. Yes, it is. It is. Here they go. Here we go. Um, In no particular order, uh, Buick Encore, Kia Soul, Kia Seltos, Nissan Rogue, Chevy Equinox, Kia Nero, Hyundai Tucson, Toyota RAV4, Hyundai Santa Fe, a Nissan Kicks, and a Chevy Trailblazer. Mm-hmm. So yep. those are the vehicles that at some point in time I will be going to sit in and look at mm-hmm. and determine if I want to maybe buy one or determine maybe. which I don't like from that list. Yeah. All right, my burning question from your experience, Barb. Hit me. How do you book a lift for someone to take you to a location and then take you <laughs> home again immediately after that? I, I've only ever seen in the apps that you go, that they will take you to a place. You can you can specifically put it in there as like I want to stop here and then go there. So you booked a lift to your current location with a stop. <laughs> yes. Okay. And you want to know what the best part about it was? It was the same amount to go to my location with one stop as it would have been to just go there once. So I saved 50% because it was like, (laughs) I'm not going to say how much it was because it was more than I wanted to, but like to get there because I looked, it was $20. But if I did to get there and to get back, it was still only $20. But had I been like, okay, I'm going to get there, do my stuff, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, call mm-hmm. another lift, it would have been $20 there, $20 back. Now, now the $20 is an example. Correct. Because it because costs more than just, $20. You just said, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say how much it cost, but it was $20. <laughs> it, was, it was an example round number. Fair enough. Um, okay. Is that your most burning question? That's my most burning, because I know, I, I mean, the rest of it seems pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it uh, is. You, your car is sort of at risk. Constantly. Uh, sort of constantly at risk. Um, I had a friend tell me about the whole uh, Kia Boys uh, TikTok trend thing. So I, I knew it existed. Yeah. 
Uh, I did not know it was as widespread as to be like, yeah, you break this window and you get access. And then, uh, but yep. I'm sorry for your uh, pain and anguish. Yes. Um, the best, well, so I, I'll, I'll tell this story real quick and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my coworkers just got a brand new 2023 Prius. Um, like okay. first 2023 Prius to drive off the lot of wherever she got it from. Okay. And so on Friday we were sitting around having lunch and she was like, Oh, you know, I'm really concerned. Like, I don't want it to get broken into. I don't want it to get scratched or anything. And one of my coworkers just looks at her and goes, Hey, you have nothing to worry about. Barb's car is back. (laughs) And I was just like, I hate you because of how accurate that is. And I just couldn't stop laughing because I'm like, it's true. Nobody others like, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Your car's not going to get targeted. My car's back. It'll be fine. That is so rude and true. And generally what's called a honeypot in like sort of um, computer security realm. Yes. Where you give somebody something really easy to get into. Uh, that's uh, generally of low value, and then you can sort of monitor them, uh, which is interesting. Because, um, like, yeah, if you have some nice cars, uh, yeah, put a put a Kia next to them just to be like, <laughs> hey, you could try to steal this one, or but the alarm's probably going to go off, or let me tell you about this one. I'll even I'll even link you to the to the YouTube tutorial on, on how to hotwire it. <laughs> Just put like a a, a little like uh, short link. Just like mm-hmm. a QR code. A QR code. Yeah. Just yeah. a QR code on my one window. Be like, here. We'll just make it real easy for you. Yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna. I'm even gonna roll down this window so you don't break it. Yeah. So yes. All right. Uh, my car, uh, 1B cars, mm-hmm. check. So car 1A. Car 1A, Jim. Uh, that's the uh, Chevy Tracker. Chevy Tracker, sitting at mom and dad's house. Still sitting at mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. Survived the winter. Survived the winter. More importantly, mm-hmm. survived me driving it by myself. By your, That's... I wouldn't even say that's important that the car did. I'm more impressed that you survived it. Yeah, that's true. came out of it unscathed. This I did. Um, Not (laughs) so unscathed that you continued to drive the car, but. (laughs) Nope. Listen, um, I got stuck at a stoplight at the top of a hill. uh, Mm. And I ended up being there for two rotations Mm -hmm. of the stoplight because for whatever reason, I could not get the car to start. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I panic call mom and dad, and dad's like, where are you? I'll come get you. And the car just goes, rum, 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 rum. and I was like, well, you don't need to come get me now because it started. And he was like, okay, well, keep me keep me in mind if you need me to come pick you up somewhere. So. So is this like uphill? So like you were pointed uphill? So like 
No, I was no. just at the top of the hill. Like I was just at the okay. top of the hill where the stoplight is. So you were on flat ground. I was on flat ground. I was a little bit nervous because it was still a red light when I was coming up on the hill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, dear God, I can't know. Like, I am not prepared to be able to do this if I have to stop on the hill and then go. I'm going to roll back into somebody. And then as soon yeah. as I, and then it went green. And I was like, great, great. And then as soon as I got there, it was like a yellow. So I stopped. And so I was the very first car. Should have ran that yellow. Should have really ran that should yellow. Have. I really should have. <sighs> uh, but yeah, I asked dad to, uh, like he took the battery out. Yep. Um, as you're supposed to. When it's going to sit around for a bit. Took the battery out, put the battery back in. Uh, said that it started up. Um, he uh, was excited to drive it to coffee mm-hmm. to with hang out with his friends, and but he was very nervous about driving a five speed. Yeah, because he had only like he was three speed, like he was three on a tree. What does what does three on a tree mean to you, Barb? And did Dad tell you this, or is this things that you know? I'm pretty sure that's what dad said, isn't it? Three? Okay. The three on the tree is like what the the, the eagle had. Okay. Do mm-hmm. you know what that, do you know what the tree means? Yes, because it's, it's not like on the floor. It is on the okay. steering yes. wheel. It's, yeah. Okay. Listen, so, yeah, so, I know some stuff about cars. And technically that was the, the falcon had three oh, on the tree. Thank you. Yes. You're you're correct because the eagle is Joe's car. Thank you for that correction. Well, the falcon was also Joe's car, but the eagle is a automatic, I think. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Um. So many yes. cars. Uh. So yeah. So Dad was very nervous about the five speed, and he wanted you to teach him about it. Oh, because you were the most knowledgeable <laughs> about driving a five-speed manual transmission in the family, apparently. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> or, or maybe not the most knowledgeable, but the most um, accessible. Go- going to be the most helpful, the yeah. least judgmental, maybe. Prob- prob- yeah, probably. Um, you know, so he he did his calculations, and he wanted you to be the person. Oh, he did. Um, he did not let me know about that. Well, it seems like he sort of figured it out on his own. All right, good, excellent. Um, yeah, he uh, texted me and he was like, "Yep, yeah, you know, it seems to be fine." Blah blah blah. And then one day, as I was walking to work, uh, I got a call from him, and he's like, uh, "So, how do I turn on the windshield wipers?" <laughs> and it's like they should just be a, th- a thing that you turn. Like it's a pretty. <laughs> Um, and he, and eventually like just being on the, the phone with me, knowing that there isn't a trick to it. Yeah. You know, it was enough for him to figure out. Cause yeah. you know, the, the car has got like, Oh, you know, you, 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 you can't drive it immediately. You have to let the transmission warm up. So you need to let it sit for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the key needs to be in a very specific spot for it to turn. Yes, it does. Uh, and I hate you, that. You don't, um, you, know, you don't ever lock any of the doors because similar key situation on any of the doors. Um, the yeah you know, the the cruise control maybe works. Don't count on it. 
but yeah, it's been a, been long enough and it worked okay. As long as you didn't hit a bump. Um, so yeah, so there's enough like just silly little things that he saw that thought that there was a silly little thing for the, the windshield wipers. Yeah. Uh, which there is not. Nope. And he was able to drive it to uh, his coffee and it was the talk, talk of the, the cafe, the Mick cafe, I guess. That sounds about right. So, Jim, you're still um, in Boston. Yeah. The car is still in Minnesota. That's true. What's, uh, when's that going to change? Well, um, I've been trying to get somebody locally to purchase it. Okay. I'm not trying to sell it to a stranger necessarily, just because, like, it, it's, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And it's licensed and insured in Massachusetts, but it's in Minnesota. And so I'd have to like get the paperwork out. It'd be like weird to be like, oh, maybe mail the paperwork to Barb or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 So nobody seems to want to bite uh, that I know locally. So the plan is to fly out, take uh, the highest qual- quality uh, JetBlue. Uh, flight out to Minneapolis some Friday morning, and you and I will have a lovely three-day road trip to Boston, Massachusetts. The Purple Tracker will ride again, and we're <laughs> going to Instagram every part of it. Hmm. Every single okay. ghost sign that we find, <laughs> we're going to try to find bridges we're going to do the Great River Rally 2.0. Well, so here's the thing, Barb. Yes, Jim. If you want to do something interesting, yes, you're going to have to put some effort into it. Jim, I've got a month and some change. Hit me. What are we doing? I'm just saying like it is the 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 drive is very boring. Okay. It's basically all on um, highways and freeways and tollways. Okay. Um, there's nothing terribly interesting. Ohio, especially, is extremely not interesting. And there's very crispy long. creams in Ohio, though. Yes. Uh, there, there are donuts in Ohio. Um, so, yeah. So... If you want to do something interesting, we'll have to figure out what that is. Otherwise, sort of the the drive is is pretty boring and straight through. Excellent. Challenge tentatively accepted. <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to need to do some recon before I can agree to anything. Yeah, I think the uh the only other interesting part here is that you we're planning to borrow the tracker. Yeah. And after one afternoon of driving it around, declared uh, tracker bankruptcy. <laughs> yep. I cashed in my dad, tracker chips. Mom and dad, uh, you can have the keys. Let me borrow one of your vehicles. Please, ma'am, can I have your minivan? <laughs> uh, yes, it was... Um, 
if I was just driving on freeways, mm-hmm. I I would I could feel very comfortable and confident. Um, however, the number of starts, stops, stoplights, mm-hmm. stop signs, and hills, even on the very short like two to three miles between my house and my job. Mm-hmm. I was not confident yeah. at all about being able to be successful in that. Um, and that's a me thing. That's not a tracker thing, I don't think. So, so there's part of that to you thing in your confidence level. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is the tracker because the computer in there that has it's attached to all the sensors and the pumps and the doodads and the vacuums and whatnots. Um, when you take the battery out and put the battery back in or when you disconnect it or reconnect it, um, it has to recalibrate everything that it knows about the car and everything mm. that it knows about the sensors. It re- So it has like a factory reset. Okay. Uh, but then it has to sort of learn. And with the exhaust that is on that vehicle, there is a steep learning curve. Oh. Uh, so it idles very, very low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which means that you basically have to drive it for half an hour to get the, um, the computer to know where it's supposed to idle. Okay. So, I don't want to say it's a completely you thing, but... I mean, like, it's more me, though, than the tracker, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, Jim, just as a FYI, yeah. when you do come out and when we do drive yes. to Boston, yes, I will be driving. Okay. I will be doing some driving. Okay. Um, but more importantly... I have already made the executive decision that we mm-hmm. will be making a small diversion to Sassy Cow Creamery. Okay. All right. I know you're not going to put up a fight. I will not put up a fight. I'm just going to, I was just want to make sure you know now. Okay. I'm going to bring a cooler. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. be a soft-sided cooler so I can put it in my luggage on for when I fly home. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean... Get coolers are cheap. You don't need to. I do. I do actually have um uh, I've actually got two that I could use, and just you could just keep. You you mean the two foam coolers that I left with you? Uh, then I have technically four. Um, because <laughs> I forgot about those because they're in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a reason that I I took those uh on the trip and left them with you because they are a hundred percent. Uh, optional. Yes. Uh, Christine's boss uh, does a big road trip uh, with his buddies, mm-hmm. and they rent a car, and part of the, the they like do a whole Harley ride thing. Oh. And so they just go to uh, Walmart and just buy the biggest generic cooler that they can, and they use that. And then at the end of the ride, they just leave it in the rental car. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Rental agency, you got yourself a free, cheap cooler if you want it, or trash it. Like dealer's choice, it's yours now. Yeah, 
There's no uh, cooler. If you're not getting a expensive uh, name brand cooler, it's a it's it could easily be disposable. Very, very. All right. So I feel like that takes car takes care of car one A. Yeah. Both cars, dog, taxes. Taxes. So, um, realistically, the reason that I had decided on on taxes mm-hmm. and disappointment is twofold. Uh, originally, we were going to record this pre-tax season. Mm, okay. Uh, and and I was going to use it as the uh, deciding, like, I am committing to doing my taxes as soon as we're done with this. Oh. And, and so I was like, that's why I was like, you know... Death and taxes, the only two things that are, uh-huh. you know, for sure in the world. So I'm going to commit to doing my taxes. Um, and and so that's really the only reason that I had come up with um, taxes and disappointment. But then I also had another topic that I wanted to talk about. And it just tied in well with taxes and disappointment because it's just sad things. Okay. Um so did you do your taxes? You're not disappointed with your taxes. Uh no, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty ha- I'm pretty happy with my taxes. I did do my taxes. Um mm-hmm. uh so for federal I had to pay in about $400. Um mm-hmm. and for state I had to pay in about $40. Mm-hmm. Um which is where I kind of like to be. Um I don't normally want to give the government a, you know, interest-free loan. Um, and then just have that money come back to me. I would rather have to pay them a little bit. I try obviously like in a perfect world last year, it was really great because I think I only ended up in total between state and federal. I had to pay in $200. That was pretty, Mm -hmm. that, that was primo. Um, but so this, you know, changed like taxes and stuff always changed. So, uh, yeah. you know, the amount that I owed pay, uh, increased a little bit, but I, as long as it stays around like 500 or less is kind of my goal to, to just have to pay when it comes to tax time. So if it starts to get too much higher than that, I'm going to need to start like looking at my yeah. tax documents and everything. So, but yeah, overall, not, uh, not too shabby. Um, how do you do your taxes? I'm curious. Do you take them to a piece people? Do you do a a software? Uh, I do. do I, just I, I paper. Do, I do the software. I do an online where I have to pay for it. Which one do you use? Um, H and R Block. Yeah, H and R Block. Okay. All right. And I have and I, like because I have a couple of things where they're like, oh, if you want to file. With H and R Block, you have to pay for it because mm-hmm. of these special mm-hmm. aspects, and I'm like, fine. So I, yeah, there's, I pro there's 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 a person that um, does a lot of the roller derby folks taxes in the in the Twin Cities area, um, but every time I reach out to them, they're not taking new clients. So <laughs> that sounds about right. And I feel like I'm like I don't have like any really special things, you know. I don't have, I own my place. Yep. You know, I I, I don't I don't I'm not an independent contractor. I don't run my own business. I don't have like, you know, rental income or any other fancy retirement stuff going on. You know, it's like my normal deductions. Mm. I have an HSA, 
which is like the thing that's the most exciting. And they're like, you have to pay money for us to do your HSA stuff. Um, but yeah, so like I'm fairly easy. Yeah. So I, uh, I was used TurboTax okay. for forever. Yeah. I probably had um, 15 years worth of TurboTax CDs. Oh. Wow. Um, you like, that's, that's an exaggeration. Probably maybe 10. But still, like 10 years of CDs? Well, I never kept them around because they were useless. Well, obviously, but still. But, um, and then, like, they started to be like, oh, you have to have a very specific computer to run the installs and do the things. And then they were like, yeah, and really, you should just do the stuff online. You should use our website. Um, and then uh, Jim, pause. Uh, I my thing just stopped recording. Sorry. Did you hit stop? No. Uh, the available space on Macintosh. <laughs> uh, okay. Apparently, I do not have the capacity on my computer. Okay, cool. You filled up your hard drive. Um, wonder how that. I don't know how that happened, but okay. Um. What would you like me to do? Um, all right, we'll we'll just uh, move over to the Skype audio then for this part because the Skype will be the well, yeah. Well, sorry everybody for the degrade in audio quality. Barb filled up <laughs> <laughs> her local hard drive. Uh, I'm gonna need good, to figure that out. Good times. Good times. What do I have um, on my computer? I don't, don't ask me. Um, what the heck were you talking about? TurboTax. Yeah, TurboTax was like, do everything on the website. And I was like, I don't like you that much. Um, Fair enough. Quicken, just in general, is very anti-easy um, taxes because that's how they make their money. Yeah. Um, so they have a whole branch of people that uh, help to tell the government to not make taxes easy. Um, really? So, granted, um, anybody who uh, makes money off of filing taxes benefits when taxes aren't easy, but they're sort of the worst. Yeah. Um, and so I poked around, and, you know, same as you, like, you can't just do it for free if you have any sort of anything interesting. Yeah. Um, I have a number of stocks that were vesting from my previous job. And so that makes it interesting enough. Yeah. Um, and I landed on free tax USA, Ooh. which is a terrible name for a company. If you want it to sound like you're legitimate and not a scam, but they are legitimate. Uh, they do have like, uh, they, they file tons and tons of people's taxes and they're an approved thing, whatever. So, um, I've been using them. Um, and two years ago, I filed my taxes incorrectly. Oh, no. And I paid way more than I should have because of the way that things are reported on certain forms and you have to fill it out. And I have not gone back to correct that yet. You should do that. Yeah. So that's just me being lazy. Um, cause I, I, 
and, and like prioritizing the wrong things. But I have done all the paperwork. I filled out all the paperwork. That's good. And I just need to mail. I need to like read the paperwork again and mail it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I just need to do that, but I'm afraid. I've never asked the government for like money back and been like, Hey guys, guess what? I screwed up and you knew that I screwed up, but you still you weren't going to be nice about it. So please pay me back the money that I gave you. It's the money for me. Uh, so that's my disappointment in taxes is disappointment in my own ability to prioritize things correctly. Gotcha. Gotcha. But what sort of disappointment were you talking about, Barb? So um, the disappointment that I was talking about, Jim, uh, because it was also one of the things that we had recently been talking about was the fact that last episode we talked about Willow Mm. Mm -hmm. and how wonderful it was and how it was so very exciting and how the end of the season, like it closes and then you see like three books and like the book that like the first book that's put away is the one that you've been like reading. So in my mind, you know, it's like, we're going to get seasons two and seasons three because that's the volumes of books that we're looking at. And then stupid Disney came out and stupidly canceled it. And now we don't get any more stupid episodes or any more stupid seasons because Mm -hmm. Willow's gone. And that was going to be my disappointment, which was then going to parlay us into a conversation about what are other TV shows that have been canceled. Mm-hmm. that have left you on like cliffhangers or disappointments because of that. I have a short list that I put together. Okay. Oh, you did not prepare me at all for this topic, so I didn't have a lot of thought time, but I would like to hear your list, Barb. Uh, so my my list uh, is primarily Netflix heavy. I will be the first to admit that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the first disappointment that I thought of, but it can't really be considered a disappointment, firefly because they did come back and do the movie to like wrap up some of the loose ends and everything um so at yeah yeah so can't really be listed as a disappointment because they they did they did justify and and you know make some make some good decisions at least uh but uh the two big ones yeah. That I'm very mad at Netflix around is uh, the TV show, the show that they did called Everything Sucks, which was like, was it in the 80s? It like took place in like the 80s or the 90s. Hmm. It was one season and it was, I loved it. The character development was super great. And like, I was so pumped. And then I was like, yep, okay. And it kind of like ends on a cliffhanger. And you're like, oh, I want to see what happens next. And then of course they cancel it. Um the other one, uh, again, another Netflix show, uh, yeah, Daybreaker. Yeah. Not sure if you're familiar with that. Another season. Basically, it's um, it's like a zombie outbreak, and mm-hmm. all of the adults are like zombied or dead, and so mm-hmm. it's like high schoolers are the only people um, that are left, and so it's like it's following this one kid as he's trying to like get through life and blah 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 and survive, and you have like. The, the factions, you know, you got like the football players who are like the popular and the, the other popular cheerleaders mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, but again, another one that like ended on sort of a cliffhanger uh, and then wasn't going to come back. Uh, the, th- the other the other one that I had in, in my rankings, uh, the perennial classic, the one season only 
freaks and geeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not necessarily on a cliffhanger, in my opinion, but still so much more content could have been like there. Yeah. Um, uh, right off the bat, like freaks and geeks and firefly both were basically canceled in the middle of the season. Yeah. Not in so many words, but like episodes were not played in order. Um, they were played in odd spots. Like they moved the days that they were on. Um, so when you go back and try to uh, binge them in this, you know, Netflix world, it just, it's like this, it, 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 it's a disservice Yeah. to, to what could have been if they were able to sort of tell, if, if they had the, uh, the stranger things in their pocket as like, this is, yeah. this is a thing that is done well. Yep. And you can do it in one season. Yep. And if if you want to do two seasons, you can. But look at look at the whole story and yeah, make it right. Um, I'm trying to think of um anything in particular that I, f- I felt like. They did dirty. Um, only, th- only thing that immediately comes to mind um, is the canceling of releasing the Muppet Show on DVD. Oh, so they released the first three seasons. Yeah, and then they stopped. And then there was just, they they were just like, yeah, the the market's just not there. There's not enough, whatever, whatever. It's not worth it for us to to put the rest of the Muppet show out on DVD. Um, I I think it is now all available on the Disney app with the things. I think so. But like, you know, the, the DVDs were nice. They did a good job and... It, it it was a dis- disappointing to me, you know, and I was like, all right, when do I get season four? Yeah. Oh, never. Never. It exists, but you can't get it on DVD. You have to sign up. Well, I guess even for years and years, it wasn't even available on the sign up. It was just like, yeah, they're out, they're out there uh, in the vault. Uh, you just don't get to watch them. Correct. I always wonder how much content is locked away in vaults of like movies that were completely made, mastered, and just like, no. We're just, nope. Just, no. This is not released. Yep. Uh, <sighs> there's a lot. There's got to be a lot. But there are so many movies that have been released that. Uh, are are questionable that <laughs> okay so jim real quick this 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 also kind of plays into the disappointment do you want to know how far behind i am in watching all of the content that i normally watch two 
months. Oh, nope. Keep going further. Jim, I still haven't seen Wakanda Forever. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen that either, but that's a different story. Shmigadoon, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the recent is Shmikago, still haven't mm-hmm. seen any of that. The Ted Lasso, still haven't seen any Whoa. of that. Mandalorian, I need to mm-hmm. catch up on that. I'm real far behind on that. I still haven't seen Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like, I am so far behind. Barb. Jim. Give up. I know. Just. I know. Take. Just. It's okay. They're going to keep. Rele- that You can't. Have, it's like trying to read every book in the library. <sighs> it's never going to happen. You need to prioritize what you want to watch. And. Uh, do that. And don't worry about the, uh, because th- these Marvel movies, they're never going to stop. The Marvel TV shows, they're only going to keep coming out. Have you Star seen Wars, all of the Star Wars that they have planned? It's impossible. Like, I, j- no. Do you have a second? Do you have no job? You can't keep up with all this stuff. No. Um, I haven't watched a single Star Wars TV show. Uh, we've told you before we don't have Disney Plus. Yep. Um, so it just makes it really easy to be like, "Yep, all right, we're not watching that thing. Fine." Um, when things are on HBO, uh, we'll watch them. Um, we re-upped our Apple TV subscription for Ted Lasso. When Ted Lasso's done, I'll cancel it. Um, Apple TV has some real good stuff. Have you seen Severance? <sighs> No. Okay. I would recommend Severance. It's pretty good. Is that? I think that's one that Christine's keep watching now, catching up on. But either way, the the whole thing is like they sever you, so you don't know when you're at work, you're just at work, and then when you're not mm. at work, you're not. And like, so you have like almost like two different selves, and like they don't interact with one another. Yeah. That's where, like, the severance, because it severs you. That's weird. It is weird, but it's really good. Um, My friend Caleb uh, turned me on to Slow Horses on Apple TV. What? Slow Horses. Tell me more. So, it's a book series. Um, uh, Pretty, like, it's a crime. It's a British crime thing. Okay. They're basically the uh, MI6 cast-offs. Ooh. Like, we can't, they can't quite get rid of them, but, like, they don't know what to do with them, so they just uh, stay in this, they're intended to just stay in this office um, in slow, S-L-A-U-G-H. Oh. And they call it slow house, or slaw house. Or slow house, which is where the slow horses bit comes from. Um, but of course, anytime you have a group of outcasts and misfits who you tell not to get involved, they're going to they get gonna involved. Do? They're going to get involved. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's it's nothing mind-boggling, earth-shattering, uh, but it's it's just a good. It's a good bit of 
television. And again, because it comes from a book, mm-hmm. it works really well with the television format. You get an entire story in a season. Nice. And, you know, it just, it's, it's solid television, modern television production. Awesome. That's great. All right, Barb, we're way, we're way, way over. We are so far over, Jim. When we had our technical difficulties, we were at more than an hour. We're so far over, we filled up your computer. So it's time... (laughs) Time to wrap up. Do you have any final thoughts for our audience? Uh, I do not. All right. Neither do I. Um, if you have opinions on TV shows that I should ignore uh, and Jim should ignore, feel free to let us know. If yes. you have opinions on um, vehicles that I should or shouldn't mm-hmm. look at, feel mm-hmm. free. Let me know. Um. If you want to talk to us about rebranding yep. in exchange for hugs. We can absolutely do that as well. That's on the menu. Um, yeah. Email and phone numbers in the show notes. Does that mean you can't pull them up right now? I mean, the email is Jim and Barb work from home yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Have you checked? Is there anything in there right now? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. You're looking. Man. I got, here's the, uh-oh, Jim, uh-oh, Jim, I got a new phone, Jim. Yes. I haven't linked the Jim and Barb work from home in my new phone yet. Okay. So I got nothing. Well, um, I do not have a new computer. So I have access to the Jim and Barb. Is uh, there anything in there, Jim? No. Um, there, there's uh, n- nothing. Uh, we got in, in. There are some ads. Oh, invitations to be on other people's podcasts. No, this I I don't understand. I don't use Gmail on the web, but I went over to the promotions tab. And there is the one, there's some, some weird stuff in there. Um, there is also a ad for a 2023 Toyota RAV4 hybrid. Ooh. And an ad for us to earn extra money uh, working at DoorDash. Mm. So we're just going to, I'm just going to put those topics out there. I'm not going to tell anybody to do them because we're not getting paid for those ads. But Toyota, DoorDash... Uh, hit us with some real ad copy. Listen, Toyota, what was it, a RAV4? RAV4 Hybrid. RAV4 Hybrid. Listen, Toyota, um, if you would like to provide me with a Toyota RAV4 Hybrid, <laughs> it was on my list. So, I'm just saying. Well, maybe. I mean, I think it's worth a test drive, Barb. Yeah, you know. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, don't drive like my sister. Don't drive like my brother. Bye. Bye.